BC. The Bank for Canadian Entrepreneurs is a proud partner of the Startup Women podcast. BDC is here for women entrepreneurs in their efforts to move forward and achieve their business goals. To meet their specific needs, BDC provides financing, strategic advice, and has a wide selection of free resources. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women. BDC is here for what's ahead. Scotiabank Women Initiative is a signature program designed to increase economic opportunity for individuals who identify as women or non-binary to be successful now and in the future. This unique offering helps women pursue their best professional and financial futures by providing unbiased access to capital and tailored solutions, bespoke specialized education, holistic advisory services, and mentorship. For more information, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. You're listening to the Startup Women Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. On the Startup Women Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and all of the support that you need to make your vision a reality faster. This podcast is a production of Startup Canada, Canada's entrepreneurship organization and is presented in partnership with the Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. I'm your host, Kayla Isabel, CEO at Startup Canada. Welcome to the show. We're thrilled to have two very special guests on the show today. Our guests today are very familiar with the Startup Women podcast. In fact, they spend hours each and every week behind the scenes of it. From guest outreach and coordination, completing tech checks and organizing monthly podcast takeovers, to editing the audio and creating graphics and social media material. I am so, so, so excited to introduce Lauren Hicks and Maddie Stiles, our producers behind the Startup Canada podcast network. Lauren is our digital production and content manager at Startup Canada. She spends her time and energy elevating and executing Startup Canada's digital programs, working behind the scenes of both the Startup Women podcast and the Startup Canada podcast with Rick Spence. As well, Lauren is committed to telling the stories of Canadian entrepreneurs by working with media outlets and publications. She's the founder and CEO of New River Media Productions, a content production company that specializes in Marcom contracts and multimedia content production. Lauren's work appeared in the Toronto Star, The Hill Times, The National Observer, and McLean's Magazine. She has experience as the head of marketing communications for the Medical Laboratories Professionals Association of Ontario, where she founded their podcast series, The Dish. Lauren was recently recognized by the CGLCC as a finalist for the LGBT Plus Business Advocate of the Year Award for her work on the Start of Canada podcast network takeover that we held in June. We are also joined by Maddie Stiles, our digital production and communications coordinator. Maddie works behind the scenes to produce podcast episodes for both shows and focuses her energy on creating really engaging content for both digital programs and Startup Canada flagship programs, including running our monthly Startup Chats program. Maddie is also a freelance podcast producer and editor where she empowers entrepreneurs and startups to share their stories through audio. 
She has helped bring shows to life such as Lessons Learned, hosted by Como Minhas, and worked behind the scenes on Fellows, Super Managers, and Your Girl Carly's weekly podcasts. Maddie is motivated by people, stories, and the lessons that arise when we tell them through audio. Welcome to the show, Lauren and Maddie. Thanks for having us, Kayla. Thanks, Kayla. This is so special. It's so exciting to have you both here on uh, on the Startup Women podcast, connecting with our listeners. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. It feels like, yeah, overdue. It's super cool to be mm, on air when we're usually off air behind the scenes. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Overdue. So we thought that it would be a great idea to reflect on everything that has happened on the Startup Women podcast during 2021, because as you both know, we have covered a lot. So why don't we start by sharing our favorite episodes or moments from the past year? Lauren, kick us off. What was your favorite moment? Yeah, absolutely. And to start off, we have covered a lot this year on the Startup Women podcast. So exciting to be here with you guys today to talk about it. But my favorite episode had to be number 124, The Creative Advantage with Angela Percival. Um, So to give listeners a bit of background on Angela, she is an adventure photographer who started her career in 2009. And since then, she shot some of Canada's most epic and well-known adventurescapes. You know, she's the senior photographer for the global brand Artirex, um, and National Geographic has called her one of the planet's top nine female adventure photographers who are pushing the limits. So, you know, aside from that absolutely incredible list of accomplishments in a very male-dominated space, the episode inspired me in a few ways I didn't really expect. Um, And so first, You know, Ange talked about the idea of living life through the lens of time well spent, which I know Kayla really kind of struck a chord with you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And she she told you about the story. um, You know, she was doing a mundane task as a graphic designer when she got a call telling her that, you know, actually a few of her friends had actually passed away in an avalanche. Um, And at that moment, it hit her that, you know, we all only have so much time. Um, So, you know, she got into how time well spent means something is you know different to everyone but it's about thinking you know if this was my last moment would I be happy with that and mm-hmm. I think that's just so so powerful and really profound um, and then I guess the other thing that I took away from the episode was she was actually on the call with you Kayla when she came to the conclusion that if more photographers musicians and creatives thought of themselves as founders it would be a lot easier to treat their art as business um, which, you know, is just such a cool idea to, uh, to think about. And she challenged startup support organizations to lead the charge on that, um, kind of making it commonplace to refer to artists and all kinds of creatives as entrepreneurs, you know, which they absolutely are. So if you get the chance to listen to Angela's episode, I would, I would definitely recommend it. Completely agree. That was one of my favorite episodes this this year as well. Maddie, what about you? I think the one that stood out most to me was Wanda Deschamps of Liberty Co. So I'll also just include a background on Wanda for anyone who maybe hasn't heard that episode, but I know uh, we are very familiar with her and I just think the work she's doing is incredible. So Wanda is the founder and principal of Liberty Co., which is a consultancy that really focuses on including folks who are neurodivergent, Um, in the workplace, you know, so those folks can have, you know, more unique challenges when they're starting their careers or just kind of um, through their lives. And um, so hearing her story and really her mission being that was super inspiring to me. Um, And I think the reason why it stood out the most is just, 
it was her point that she includes disability in the conversation of diversity. And I had never really heard anyone speak to that before. So I think just kind of listening to that and like keeping that story in the back of my mind, it's really important for us to all just remember that people come from all kinds of backgrounds, whether they're neurodivergent or not. Um, and kind of just that message of including people and knowing that, you know, there's more going on inside of them or in their backgrounds, in their lives. Um, and they're maybe not bringing that to work, but it's still a part of them, um, was just a really nice note to consider when we're thinking about people and teams and working. Love that, Maddie, too. I mean, all the episodes are fantastic, but those are two great, great episodes to showcase. For sure. Um, So, Kayla, we recently asked you what your favorite episode was, Mm -hmm. and I actually loved your answer because you didn't say, oh, you know, this is my favorite episode. You said, I learned the most from this episode. Do you want to tell everyone what that was and kind of expand on that? Yeah, so I definitely learned the most from Kendall Ansel of, uh, I think the, the podcast episode was Empowering Women in the Trades. And this episode really opened my eyes to women entrepreneurs in male-dominated fields. Obviously, we talked to so many different women across every industry in Canada. Um, But trades is something I'm personally really passionate about. My partner is a carpenter, um, and he has never come across another woman in the trades in his day-to-day. So her episode in walking through why that is just made my jaw drop in seeing the systemic barriers that, um, you know, impact women not only practically getting into the trades, but the communities that they can find um, once they're in their established trade. Like if you're walking into a job site and you're surrounded by men 24-7 every day for your entire career, what message does that send about the type of community that you can sort of tap into in your career with with trades? So she had so many really helpful learnings around, even from job postings that she was putting and trying to attract women in the trades. Her job postings were getting taken down because they were being discriminatory against <laughs> men for trying to showcase more oh women. And goodness. I just, it was wild to see um, those types of barriers in, in the trades specifically and uh, just the work that she's doing with... Uh, the bell construction and just in the storytelling she's doing. She also has a children's book that has illustrations of women plumbers and women carpenters. How often do you see imagery uh, that we showcase to kids around their career prospects with women at the helm in the trades? So I thought it was just so empowering. I learned so much about the barriers that that she's faced in building these communities. Uh, and I was very inspired to get my partner to potentially hop on board and, and supporting more women enter into the trades there too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, totally agree with you. I loved her idea of having a a children's book because it's not just about women who are going into the mm-hmm. trades today or tomorrow. It's about, you know, kids who are, you know, hopefully the next generation looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Those stories are so important when we're young, like no matter who we are, if we see it, you know, we can be it, they say. And I know we've heard that a lot mm-hmm. on this show too, but really it's just so true, like including uh, those stories and people's lives it really can make a difference. So I love that. Sing it. Sing it, sing it, sing it, sing it. <laughs> so throughout this episode, I thought it would be cool to include a couple moments from past episodes. Mm. Um, so the first one we're going to hear actually comes from Connie and Laura of Three Ships, which is a women-owned cosmetic company in Toronto. I know, Kayla, you're a big fan. Huge fan. Yeah, they're really awesome. Um, so this first clip kind of just talks about how they kind of reflected back on their journey and saw some areas that they could learn or kind of sharing lessons that they have learned. Um, And I think that's a big theme that we see 
on the podcast. So let's go ahead and listen to that now. Yeah. So for me, what I wish I'd known before starting was how to negotiate. This is such an important skill. And um, it was something that I really had no experience in before starting the business and is so critical, both from a margin perspective of negotiating with suppliers, negotiating with retail accounts, negotiating with um, like vendors and different service providers as well. And was something that was extremely uncomfortable for me at the beginning because I just really didn't know the strategies. So I'm sure that there were like there were so many times that I could have negotiated a better deal, both from like a lead time standpoint or from like a margin uh, unit cost standpoint that would have really served us early in the business. Connie, any other thoughts? Yeah. So something I wish I knew was that a lot of people would be saying like, you know, the market is too saturated for another new brand to come out. I think you know, a lot of times people think, oh, beauty, like there's so many beauty brands out there. There's so many large CPGs like L'Oreal and Estee Lauder, and they have huge marketing budgets. And like, how are you going to be able to stand out and compete against those budgets? And, and I know that all those comments are said, um, you know, to be encouraging in terms of like, don't do something that you guys could potentially fail. in. maybe you guys should think of something else. Um, but what I learned over time is that these large CPGs like L'Oreal and SA Lauder are so established in their product line um, and they have a set pricing that they already need to follow that it's really difficult for them to be flexible and adapt to the market. And that's where emerging brands like us come into play. It's super interesting to hear entrepreneurs kind of reflect back, obviously, in your journey and when you're going through it, you don't know these things, but being able to look back and we hear this on the show a lot, just having founders kind of realize the the things that they've overcome is really inspiring and I think adds a lot to their stories. Absolutely. I completely agree. You know, I love how the Startup Women podcast is a platform for reflection and learning, both for the listener, but also for the guests and the hosts. You know, Kayla, I know you write down mm. takeaways on, you know, sticky notes, like post-it moment um, and uh, have them in your office. And, you know, and <laughs> so I'm kind of wondering, like, what's it like for you to interview all of these women founders. You're in the driver's seat of learning about women's challenges, the way they've built their businesses. You know, you talk to multiple women a week, one-on-one. What is that actually like and why is it important for you to do as our CEO? Mm, That's an awesome question. And it is such a privilege to get to, you know, really talk to all of these incredible women entrepreneurs across so many different stages. Uh, But I think the biggest takeaways is all of their challenges have a common thread. Like it, it, you know, you're building different types of businesses across different industries from different spaces, but we often heard really consistent feedback of like, just go for it. There's going to be hurdles along the way, but the biggest um, lesson that all of them shared in, you know, one key takeaway always came back to, you know, buckle up, go for it. It's going to be hard, but you can totally do this, um, which is interesting. And that's from, you know, entrepreneurs that have scaled successful multi-million dollar businesses to those that have just started. Um, and that common thread was was really inspiring. It also really reminded me of how far we still have to go, because uh, I often, you know, get blindsided a little bit because, you know, the Startup Canada team is completely women, <laughs> which is a, a fabulous, you know, structure to have. And, you know, we have a woman board chair. We have gender parity on our board. Our programs have gender parity. Like, we see women every single day through Startup Canada. Um, we hear these challenges, but 
often, you know, and, and coming back to Kendall's example, there are so many industries where we are not even close to achieving that gender parity. Um, so it keeps me kind of sort of accountable to Startup Canada's programming, seeing, um, you know, the difference that we can really make in these industries that are still not quite there yet. Um, and, you know, keep the momentum going that we are so not done. As inspiring as all these stories are and as incredible of these businesses that we're seeing profiled, um, you know, the entire Canadian ecosystem still needs to push so hard to get women really at the forefront of entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So Lauren, in June 2021, you coordinated and produced an entire month of takeovers to honor Pride Month. So before we talk about that actual takeover, I wanted to include a quick clip from Arlen Hamilton's episode, which I know was one of your absolute favorites. 90% of venture funding and angel funding was going to white men in the United States. And uh, I don't even know what the stat is in Canada, but I would dare say it's probably close. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- that just stopped me in my tracks. And I said, wait a second, I, 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 can't, I can't focus on starting a company if I know that this is going on out there. And so I just t- decided to turn the company into to the fund. And so the fund is backstage capital and we invest in underestimated founders. We yeah. invest in women and, and, and people of color and LGBTQ. And now we've invested in nearly 200 companies. So for those of you who haven't heard Arlen's episode, definitely go back and listen. Her story is incredible, you know, homeless, you know, actually on the streets to starting and running a venture capital fund with her mom. Um, So, you know, if you're looking for inspiration, you can find it there. Um, But I also absolutely love how she consistently uses the phrase underestimated founder instead of underrepresented. I think that just speaks volumes and you know as an lgbt plus entrepreneur myself i think it means a lot to me to it's it's empowering i couldn't agree more lauren and talk us through this takeover a little bit more what was it like from a production standpoint um and i know why it was very important to you but with share with our listeners why why we even did this Sure. Yeah. So at the end of 2020, I was really reflecting on COVID and, you know, the specific demographics of Canadian founders who were disproportionately impacted. And aside from women in general, LGBT plus entrepreneurs were hit really, really hard. And so we as a team decided it would, you know, we would use the podcast network as a platform to showcase these incredible founders, but also educate listeners Um, And so, you know, one really amazing aspect of this takeover was our collaboration with the CGLCC. So we decided on guests and subtopics together, um, you know, and that really allowed us to make the most out of those four episodes because they are the topic experts. Um, So Paige Harlock, the CGLCC's Youth Entrepreneur and Partnerships Manager, uh, she joined as our guest host. And I think with her being part of the LGBT plus community, it allowed us to really dig into these conversations and deliver listeners, you know, the raw, unfiltered realities of being an LGBT plus founder in Canada. You know, and from a <laughs> production standpoint, it was extremely busy, um, but it was so, so worth it. And the Pride Month takeover was actually across our entire network. So it was nine full episodes and written blog content launching throughout June. Um, it was really exciting to, to see the... Uh, yeah, I guess hype around it. From a personal perspective, this takeover meant a lot to me because, you know, I, I am LGBT plus. Um, and in 2021, many are of the mind that discrimination against the queer community is a problem of the past. Um, but while mm-hmm. it, you know, it is getting easier to come out and live truthfully, you know, hate and prejudice is still alive and well in mm-hmm. Canada. 
Um, and as a frame of reference, you know, conversion therapy wasn't banned in Canada oh until God. this month, December 2021. Yeah. Um, and so just kind of these things and really reflecting on it, I'm so proud to use the platform that we have to, to tell these stories that people mm. don't don't get to hear enough of. <laughs> and we are so proud of you, Lauren, and this landing, uh, you as a finalist for the CGLCC LGBT Business Advocate of the Year Award. That Incredible. is no small feat. And- Thank you, T. That's so exciting. <laughs> and Kayla, you know, we've done quite a few takeovers this year on the Startup Women podcast. And another one was in April where we had Mary Doyle as our guest host. And she spoke with five entrepreneurs that operate businesses in rural communities. And uh, these takeovers were a new addition to the show this year. So I'm wondering why it's important when it comes to Startup Canada's mission that we that we're doing these. Mm, I loved Mary's takeover. And Me with, too. With- yeah, agreed. And I think her perspective uh, from her organization called Rural on Purpose brings rural innovators, rural entrepreneurs, rural women into these conversations that are traditionally dominated with, you know, your urbanite tech, uh, you know, hockey stick growth <laughs> seeking entrepreneur. They get so much profile and are often consistently, you know, their stories are told across all these different platforms. Where are the stories of rural entrepreneurs and these businesses that are making a really big impact in their communities, but also potentially exporting and, and you know, tackling the world? Um, so it was important for us at Startup Canada to really use our platforms to showcase new and truly diverse entrepreneurs from every part of Canada. Not every entrepreneur comes from downtown Toronto. Um, and we need to make sure that we're showcasing what businesses are emerging. And to your point, um, Lauren, looking at, um, you know, different communities that are not even so much underserved, but but assumptions being made around different communities, like think connectivity. We assume now during COVID that everyone has access to high-speed internet. That's not the case for many rural communities that are across Canada, or especially in the North. Um, and assumptions about you know LGBTQ2 plus businesses, like there's so many assumptions that we make around where we're at in 2021. Um, and this podcast has also been a, a vehicle to stay accountable to the progress we still have to make. Um, and, and that around rural, I think will be even more important um, as we look at the economic potential of supporting rural entrepreneurs. There's so much in those spaces. So how do we amplify what's already working? Um, you know, advocate for some changes and additional support, especially around connectivity, um, and get get them really on the podium at the equal you know stage as, as some of our our tech founders that get a lot of publicity already. That's yeah, crazy. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that takeover taught me so much about rural entrepreneurship and just how powerful of a community um rural founders really really are and yeah rural does not mean small (laughs) no rural does not mean small so you both have some new plans for the startup women podcast in 2022 that i am so excited for Uh, and you know we're consistently committed to telling the stories of women um, but we're going to be adding another layer that goes much deeper into resources advice connections all with the goal to support women entrepreneurs. So Lauren and Maddie, share with us what this is going to look like and give our our listeners a little bit of a sneak peek. Yeah, absolutely. So we're super excited. Uh, Lauren and I have kind of been working on this behind the scenes. As you said, we're not going to stop telling stories because obviously that is so, so important. But we are going to be um, coming up with a new way that we dive deeper into advice and get 
more voices on the show. These episodes are going to come out every month, and the reason we chose to do that is just so we can really go in a little deeper, make the episodes a little longer, and really focus in on bringing those voices together for a more in-depth look at the topics and challenges that really affect women entrepreneurs. Each month, there's going to be a new topic, and those topics will progress naturally with the stages and, you know, foundational steps of building a business. You know, we're going to be talking about mentorship, financing, marketing, um, you name it. And, uh, yeah, two guests, so a featured founder um, who's going to share a case study about kind of the specific topic that we're talking about that month. And we're going to pair them with a topic expert so that they can actually dive into and deconstruct this case study together and figure out actionable steps and resources that can help them solve that problem and hopefully let you know listeners in on that conversation so they can do the same with their business. So we're very, very excited. Amazing. And huge kudos to Lauren and Maddie for really leading the charge on this new vision for the podcast. It's incredible. Thank you, Kayla. And I I guess we're kind of curious as to what you're excited about when it comes to the changes that we're going to be making. You know, there have been so many new podcasts coming into the fold, which is fantastic that we have this really accessible medium to tell stories and, you know, share resources. But I've always felt, even in my journey at Startup Canada, that I was almost missing a layer of detail in, you know, advice that was provided. Like, okay, people can talk about a marketing plan but what does it actually look like to build that marketing plan? And how do we actually you know, connect the entrepreneur with the nitty gritty, not just the concepts? Um, I really am passionate about all of Startup Canada's programs moving forward, having more utility and being really, really helpful so that entrepreneurs don't feel that moment of like, am I missing something here? Or is there a detail I'm not quite understanding? Um, and you can literally plug and play. So that's that's my definite passion project and and my goal for 2022. How do we make things a little bit more obvious and and walk through the journey of being an entrepreneur a little bit more easy uh, across all of our programs? Mm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> of course, I'm biased. <laughs> and so our one final question is actually for you, our listeners. We would love to hear from you and learn from you. We'd love to hear what you would like to learn about, who you would like to learn from on our Startup Women podcast. So if you have any ideas, any feedback or recommendations, feel free to message us on Instagram, Twitter, or you can send us a quick email at hello at startupcan.ca. Thanks for having us, Kayla. Thanks so much, Kayla. Thank you for joining us this week on the Startup Women podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, VDC, and Scotiabank for helping us to power women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook Resources for Women Entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. And visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rick Spence and plug into the Startup Canada network. Until next time, I'm Kayla Isabel. It's time to choose to challenge the status quo and unleash the economic potential of women.